Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 38, The Arthur of Alfonso Relics. In this episode, JFG Ash now knows he can influence the future. JFG Alex has his fantasies finally fully fulfilled. RPG style. We want you to let us know your top five of the year. And finally, we have a gaming headset breakdown. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 38. My name is Alex and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend Ash. Hey buddy, how are you and how has this week been for you? Yeah buddy, it's been a good week from what I remember of it. And uh, (laughs) my mind has just immediately gone blank. So yeah, it's uh, been good. Um, Nearly died, I think. It was interesting. Oh yeah? Yeah, doing something really extreme. It was, uh, it was amazing. So, uh, watching a film, doing the ironing. Oh. I know, right? And then suddenly the water inside the iron just goes mental with electricity. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't let go of it, you know, what a normal person would do. I'm just, like, holding it, like, watching it like a retard. Like, ooh. <laughs> What's going to happen here? Luckily, like the whole house just shorted out and uh, I didn't die. And uh, I'm still here. So I'm, wow. you know, I'm I'm living life by the moment after my near-death scare ironing. That could have been something special there, buddy. I know. It's, uh, it's a dangerous I don't know what job, we would have mate. done about this particular episode if you had actually corpsed it. I mean... It probably wouldn't have gone ahead, I'm going to say. I mean, it's unlikely I would have found a replacement on such <laughs> short notice. So That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, went and saw Santa at the weekend, sat on his well, knee. The Santa? The actual Santa, I believe. Holy shit. That's what I was told, anyway. You know. <laughs> why would you? Why wouldn't you believe it? I don't know. It's like agent, like you know, that Santa who went in, got escorted in, sat on his lap. He said, "What do you want for Christmas?" I was like, <laughs> "You know, whatever I can get, really, Santa. I don't really, you know, I don't feel like I get a lot these days. So yeah, any, anything will do, mate." And he was like, "Yeah, all right, mate. Enjoy that." It was good. Well, that's nice. Yeah, man. That's very nice. Good of him to to see you and uh Well it wasn't just like a personal visit, you know. It wasn't like, "Hey Ash, come on down." I you know, I'm I'm here just for you. There was a big queue of like other parents with children. Obviously, I was with my children at the same time. I didn't just go on my own. That would be weird. Right, okay. And I, I didn't actually sit on his lap. I made that bit up to sound <sighs> cool. I'm sorry. What the hell, man? I know. My bad. <laughs> Stitch but, up. Yeah. So um, it is apart from that usual stuff, working and fucking playing games, buddy. Are you in the Christmas spirit yet, buddy? Um, yeah. Why not? 
Didn't watch a f- <laughs> Christmas film this uh, this weekend, but I did. Uh, uh, my son's been on about watching Star Wars, so we watched um, Phantom Menace. You know, to start off with, I thought that was like the kiddie friendly one out of all of them because it's got like Anakin when he's a little kid, and yeah, he, he really enjoyed it, mate. I don't. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about there. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that particular film. No, no, it's uh, I've heard it's some kind of franchise these days. Yeah, you know Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? No. Uh well, in that uh you can get certain memories erased from your head and uh so if I could Jim do that. Carey, and he's like yeah, lying Kate in the snow. Yes. Probably like shitting himself or something. What I would do is uh have the prequel trilogy removed from my head so that I <laughs> so that I didn't know that it ever existed and then yeah that I mean would, that, that would, would be, be nice. lovely imagine how excited you'd how extra excited you'd be for the force awakens if that trilogy had never come out yeah i mean it would would be better i mean my life <laughs> would be better <laughs> if that hadn't happened but you know it did we need to Appreciate what it is and move on. It's like uh, it's like Remembrance Day and um, you know thinking about the people who fought in World War Two. You mm. know you don't want to just sweep that under the carpet, buddy. We can all learn something from it. <laughs> and yeah. the, the same goes for the uh, Phantom Menace Indeed, and uh, Attack of the Clones. The yeah. third one was all right. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> That's what you want from uh, the film. That's all right. Yeah. So what you been up to, buddy? Um, well, I had a uh, I missed another game night. My my Get second back. second in a month that I've missed this time because I had a gig, my final gig of the year. Not happy about this. I haven't played for about 2 months and uh considering that fact, I think I I, I performed reasonably well, admirably, I'd probably say. But uh <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was miles from my house and uh the audience were horrible. Uh especially to the person who was on before me who uh was just about to start his little ballad. He was playing a little Hammond organ, very talented young man and some horrible cow shouts from somewhere in the room shut the fuck up <laughs> so that <laughs> and uh, I was like brilliant and he looked like he was going to cry and I was on next and I was like delighted so uh, yeah yeah got up there and I, I said into the microphone I can't tell you how fucking delighted I am to be standing in front of you this evening <laughs> and uh, I was being sarcastic, but it absolutely didn't matter because no one was listening anyway. That's true. Yeah, nice, buddy. That's, that's... Played my little heart out and then drove home listening to Radio 4, buddy. That's uh... <laughs> that's how that went. Although, had a very nice meal down there. Went nice. down there with Ellen and uh, had some nice Italian food. So, Italian, you know, swings Tasty. and round a boo, if you will. Indeed. But uh, other than that, getting all the decorations up, I'm in the festive spirit, buddy. I've been listening to the Partridge Family Christmas album, which is, you know, that's what you're going to want to do. Totally. And, um, yeah, going Christmas shopping, braving it tomorrow night. So Ooh, I'm all done, mate. I'm, I've cleaned up house. Yeah, you fucking family, man. I used to go on Christmas Eve, mate. There's yeah. <laughs> no one there. Bastards. And nothing to buy either. But, True. Uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, get that hellish, marish nightmare out of the way, I think. Looking forward to that. Yeah, enjoy. But other than that, buddy, I've just been playing lots and lots of games. In fact, we both played a fair few this week. So, yes, uh, indeed we have. Should we get stuck in? Might as well. So do you want to get the ball rolling, buddy, as is tradition? As is tradition. In this festive Indeed, time. Yep. So I have been playing uh, the PS Plus game King's Quest, which uh, has been, yeah, it's been lots of fun, buddy. Uh, it comes from a long line of rich heritage of like point and click games, like made, I'm going to go for roughly 30 years ago or some shit like that. Sounds about right. Um, never played it before this one, obviously. Um, PJ said it was balls, didn't he? Yeah, he did, um, which is Not fine. this one, but the first one. Um, yeah, the originals. Um, there's all kinds of books and stuff about it. It sounds really good. Um, but yeah, this game is it's really nice. It's not your... I mean, you don't really get standard point-and-click games anymore on consoles. Um, like, I kind of like the way that they do it with, um, you know, you're, you you move your character around and you go and find bits and bobs to unlock, like, new parts of the story or, you know, you have to solve certain puzzles. Um, it's it's a, like a mixture of 2D and 3D, I guess, in a way, uh, this game. Uh, the artwork's really nice. Uh, and the voice acting really kind of pulls this along. Um, it can be quite a slow game, I must say, but I'm really, really enjoying it, I'd say, so far. I'm totally with you. Uh, I've been playing it as well, and uh, yeah, this is it's just really nice. It's like playing a, a sort of fairy tale kids' book kind of thing. Yeah, uh, totally. And the presentation's lovely. The story's kind of fun. I don't mind that it's a bit slow. It kind of builds quite nicely. And yeah, um, yeah as you're saying about the voice acting, it's uh, Christopher Lloyd, isn't it, from yeah. uh, Back to the Future? Exactly. Uh, and he's brilliant uh, because he just, he sounds so old, but it just works really nicely. Uh, but yeah, you got loads of big names in here as well, like Wallace Shawn, and and it's just it's just a classy, classy game, isn't it? Yeah. From what I believe, it's like the original guy from the King's Quest, he's all old now. And this is like filling the gaps in between the different King's Quests from back in the day, I believe. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. And um, like uh, he's telling these stories to his like granddaughter, like Gwendolyn, I think it is. Um, Indeed. And it's just a really cool way of doing it, I think. Like, um, so it's not like a complete like remake um, or remaster because fucking how many remasters have we got at the moment? It's just like, I'm sick of them, by the way. Uh, just a little rant there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice having like you know, um, it's obviously got like throwbacks to some of the original games in there. Unfortunately, I know none of these. Um, but you I know, do it, think we're missing out there a little as well. I, I, I think, think we are. We're as probably well, missing you know. a few in jokes here and there, and yeah. uh, little nods to the old series that we're not familiar with. But yeah. you know, uh, um, I think I think that's a really cool thing that they're doing there with it. Um, the the puzzles I haven't really come across any that have been too difficult. I am completely stuck at the moment because I don't know where what the hell I'm doing. Because um, I, I thought 
right in my head I, I was like right I can go there get this go back here give them that and then I can progress and it, that didn't work and now I'm like oh shit and like in these types of games when you get like that you're like oh, do I just go on the internet and find out what the answer is but I'm like no I no. don't want to you know <laughs> but then you, you're there for like an hour walking around because that's, that's one thing that this game um, like we said it is quite a slow game and especially if like you're like in a point where you are stuck you can just be walking around like I think I walked around for about 45 minutes um, yesterday um, just not really just trying to find something that um, I could interact with thinking like I, I, I literally can't do anything right now and I mean back in the day they uh, they kind of had to be that difficult because they were they there wasn't the space for them to be particularly long so no true you know these games tended to be like three or four hours in length but they were like rock hard yeah. and um, yeah I think the, the 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 learning curve on this game like it's gone it's quite quite a nice sort of slanted learning curve I think it's like ramped up fairly yeah, gradually definitely. but as the, you the say beginning, like the, the beginning to the game really like kind of grabs you by the balls with its you know uh quick time events i would say mm. <laughs> but you know what like um i think because of the storyline and um how like they kind of joke about it when when you die um that kind of made it more you know enjoyable in a way it wasn't just like you're in this like action sequence, which is a QTE, and it's like if you fail that, you just start it again. Like there's some kind of comical joke at the end. And, I think that's my favourite thing about it so far is the the first time I died. There were I won't spoil anything, but that basically there were two wheels, and uh, you had to pick one of them. And if <laughs> you if you pick on the about. wrong one, then you die, and then it cuts back to to the the grandfather talking to his granddaughter, saying, uh, "If I'd have picked that one, of course I'd have ended up dead. But clearly I didn't pick that one. Yeah, I picked the other one, or I wouldn't be talking you. to you now." And it's like yeah. that's a really nice way of dealing with Uh, death in a flashback totally and this is another thing that makes this game really good and i am like i'm I'm really enjoying this and i will will complete it unfortunately it is just chapter one that what do you think of uh this it's because it seems to be becoming something of a trend that you put these episodic games as your PS Plus game, it seems a little cheeky. We've it, had Walking Dead. I feel it is a bit cheeky. Um, I'm not too happy about it. Yeah, like you say, we've had The Walking Dead. Not that I'm... You know, after playing this game, it's like I'm never, ever buying a Telltale game ever again. <laughs> because, you know, like, this is... It's a lot better. Yeah, it is a hell of a lot better. Because you you've you still got, like, that, like, simpleness of, like, the interaction with people. Like, you can choose different things to say uh, and what have you. But you can explore and, like, there's puzzles to do. And, like, it, it forces you to, like, interact with the game itself. Whereas... Those Telltale games are just shit. Don't you think graphically as well it looks like what a Telltale game would probably look like if they made a new yep, engine? totally. Just like <laughs> nice and pretty, really. If they'd actually invested in a new engine yeah, like they fucking should have done about eight years ago, then uh, their games would probably look like this now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. really nice. Yeah, and they'd probably play better as well. But... Uh, Fuck it. Yeah. But yeah, the the episodic thing, yeah, it is a bit cheeky, but 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. Because like they it's made don't... me want to get into Life is Strange. Actually, yeah, uh, I know they're they're not they're not really similar in terms of um, subject matter and stuff, but that sort of game, I, I've always quite liked the concept of those Telltale games, but mm. I just never thought that they are very well made. And, no, um, totally not. This is a prime example of why I think that, and I think I need to. I've I've been surprised how much enjoyment I've got from this King's Quest game, and. I think it might be time for me to dip into Life is Strange because sort of similar game mechanics and concepts and um, yeah, yeah. I think I might cool. quite like that. So it's yeah, on my man. list. I'm, I'm finding it a lot easier to play the, this type of game because I know it's not like a 80, 90 hours game. I can just like pop on, do like an hour and because um, it saves it like so regularly, this game. Um, in the, so I'm, I'm finding myself playing this more because I can see like an end date to it than like games like Fallout and stuff like that. It's um, not quite so overwhelming, is it? Yeah, totally. Um, I I wanna uh, I just feel like I want to finish something at the moment, uh, and I think that's why I started this because I was like I have quite an easy possibility of like finishing this game in. I get that, man. A short and time. you know when there's when the light is at the end of the tunnel is so amazingly far away like on something like fallout yeah then you almost don't it's almost a bit of a pain picking it up you're like oh i don't know if i can be asked i'm yeah, never actually gonna fucking again for finish this God thing long, yeah yeah totally but yeah i, I, I don't know I, I, I probably could talk about this more but my mind's once again it's not working very well i, I think i've put my point across about it pretty well yeah totally um, and um do you think you'll buy chapter two I don't know. I'm going to see how this finishes. Like, if it leaves it on some kind of cliffhanger and I'm like, oh, you bastards. I I might do, but I'll probably wait until it goes in the sale, to be honest. Uh, I think it's like £23 to buy the rest of them, I believe. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Um, I I saw it on the store. Like, it's weird. Like, when when you go on the game, it says, like, buy it now for, like, 32 quid. But then, like, when I looked at it on the store, like, I could buy the rest of the chapters for less than that. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if it pops in the, in the sale probably or gone, something. Got, probably gone up, like, 250% week-on-week sales, I'd imagine. That. Yeah. <laughs> but, true. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll see, buddy. Um, other games that I've played is just the continuation of shooting dudes in the face. Woo! Yeah. Um, loving... Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 it's becoming one of my favourite shooters um, mainly because we've only got that <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege that we play now um, and we, yeah, we've given up on Destiny until further date I don't think we're going to play Destiny ever again this year until the next one comes out by the way um, I don't. Think I can't see be... why we'd go back now. Um, no, I, d- I don't think. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it later in the news, and I'll, I'll touch yeah. on why. Um, bottom bottom line is, uh, content doesn't look yeah. like it's gonna be yeah, anything. We'll, we'll good. get onto it later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Black Ops just keeps getting better and better. I'm trying all different guns out. Um, I'm I'm finding like certain guns work better on certain maps like um was it like concept i don't know the one where it's uh, it was in the beta the the two buildings either side and like there's the tank in the middle um i'm finding that a shotgun works really well on that because it's very fast um paced and then but like on something like uh, i think it's infection like uh 
people are probably like ripping their dicks off right now. Going, no, like, no, no, it's, that's right, man. I, I, I'm finding the maps really memorable. They're really fucking good. These maps. Yeah, I love the aquarium one. That's my yep, favorite. The aquarium one's good. I like the metro one too. Yeah, yeah. We only played metro for the first time yesterday, didn't we? And that was yeah. cool. I didn't even know it existed. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool. Like finding out what kind of guns work on each map. I think that throws like a, a, a you know a, a spanner in the mix. It's not the same thing over and over again. It is a bit varied, and you can play this game like differently each time. But fucking, why do people use snipers? Because they're a bunch of cunts, buddy. It's true. It's very true. Love getting like you know quick scopes and all that shit, but yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> what you let cool. yourself in for, though, isn't it? When you jump on, uh... yeah. Actually, uh, I was talking to um, Mark today. He he kind of when I was talk when we were talking about getting a COD, mm. uh, and I mentioned to him that we were thinking about getting Modern Warfare, and he said like the learning curve's like steep as fuck on that thing. But Advanced now, Warfare. that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, he said that the servers are very quickly becoming rather desolate on yeah. that game. Like, real shortage of, of anything going on over there other than absolute straight standard team deathmatch. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we made the right um, choice. What was the other one? Domination, isn't it, I think? Is it Domination? Yeah, yeah I don't like that very much. You know, if if you want to play that sort of like conquest type thing, then surely you go Battlefield. Surely, yeah, totally. I mean, nothing does that better, really. One thing I found quite surprising when we were on Black Ops last night, uh, I was looking in the uh, the different game modes, and it gives you a percentage of the number of people online who are playing in each mode. Yep. And uh, as expected, the highest percentage was in Team Deathmatch. I think it was something around the sort of fifty percent mark. But I scrolled down to free for all, and there were only three percent of people were playing free for all mode. <laughs> that seemed really low yeah, to me because that's kind of more like people, especially in like this type of game, would yeah. Would be playing back that in more. the day, that was the bog standard mode. But I suspect it's just such a a complete ball ache, just getting shot in the back over and over again. Yeah, that uh, by everyone. <laughs> Not you play it twice or three times and then you probably never touch it again, I'd imagine. Yeah, and I'd always go into Team Deathmatch now, even if I was playing on my own. Yeah, I think so. Um, the only other mode that they really need is, you know, third-person headshots only with a pistol. Yes, and I mean, no reticule. Yeah, yeah that's what you want. If they had that, then best game ever. <laughs> and um, finally, pretty much is a bit of a bit of rainbow, buddy. Yeah. We did a cheeky stream yesterday, yesterday being Tuesday. Yes, we did. Um, so if you want to watch us be pretty shit at that, go and watch it. If not, we sucked we ass to. at that. Yeah. <laughs> we were really we bad. I know. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it was no. the pressure of, you know, at least one person watching us online. Just Played a bit of verses, didn't we, as well, yesterday night? Oh, yeah, we did. How did that go? Uh, I thought it went all right, actually. Could you really tell the difference between the 60 and 30 frames? I could tell the difference, but it didn't make as much of a... a, a I was, yeah, I was expecting it to be like, you know, a completely different game at like a, like Call of Duty speeds kind I of I think thing. if we'd gone the other way, the yeah. fact that we went from Terrorist Hunt into 5v5, yeah. we went from 30 to 60, I think if you went the other way, then you'd feel it a, yeah, lot, a lot more worse. Yeah. But yeah, uh, totally. no, it wasn't too bad. I really enjoyed it. Actually, it's like incredibly tense, and uh, 
but just really fun. And, and because the, the games are so short, you know, the sort of five minutes or whatever, yeah. then it, it, even if you get shot in the first 10 seconds, it's not the end of the world. And nope. you can still, like, use the little uh, cameras to tell you, try and help your team out and stuff. Um, How stupid are people, though? Like, there's a countdown. We're defending. It's four versus one. One of them fucks off with 40 seconds to go. He gets killed. 30 seconds to go. The other one fucks off and gets killed. It's like, <laughs> just sit here and wait. He's got to come here. If not, we just wait out the clock and we win. It's, like, it's one of those things, isn't it? I think it's patience. kind of a COD mentality where people are more interested in getting kills than actually winning a round. Yeah, no bad. It's kind of a, a bit of a danger when you're playing a game like Rainbow. But, um, yeah. Just no patience. No one. Um, other than that, uh, I don't know what I've played, buddy. I think that's probably about me done. So, what about you, buddy? What have you been doing? Well, let me tell you, buddy. Oh, dear. <laughs> let me tell you about the best game to come out in 2015. <laughs> it's called The Witcher 3. Um, uh, okay. Don't know if you're familiar with it. I've heard, I've heard about it. I haven't played it this week, though. Holy shit, man. <laughs> this game is so good that... I, I, I Honestly, it's so good. I can't believe it. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> You've been missing out all this time. Seriously, though. <laughs> Who throws a shoe? I don't know, buddy. Oh, man. It's wonderful. What a wonderful, wonderful game. Uh, gorgeous to look at. Fantastic story. Really interesting world and and lore. The voice acting's fantastic. The game mechanics are incredible. It's absolutely packed full of stuff. I, I cannot get enough. I sat down to play it, and then it was four hours later. I just had no idea where they went. They were just gone. And I, I can't get over it. I cannot get over it. I'm absolutely in love. What do you think to the combat? Because that was the main thing on that game that I can get on with. I mean, I completely agree with everything else you're saying, but it was just like the combat, like having to like sort your swords out and shit like that. And I was just like, you know what? That's just a bit too in depth. It is in depth. uh, And that's a good way of describing the entire experience. Experience. I think it's Mm. uh, very intricate, lots of different mechanics, kind of overwhelming when you first start playing. Yeah. But, and also very twitchy, like uh, kind of spazzing about at the moment because I'm still trying to get used to the sensitivity of everything. But yeah. um, I, I feel like it needs to be that intricate to implement all of the ideas and all of the things that it's kind of trying to bring across. And I'm willing to, I'm, I'm willing to get stuck in there. But I can kind of see, I think there have been people that I've spoken to who kind of you know there's been a lot of good games come out this year and and if you don't play The Witcher for a fortnight for example then I could see you really struggling to get back into it because you know it's going to be a bit of an effort to get back in the swing of things it's not that accessible really but I found that that's kind of same thing with um was it The Last of Us like I didn't touch that for months and then I came back to it and I was like what the fuck is going on here you know <laughs> yeah. and that, it's, 
It's a shame because like these these games are like fantastic, and but that like that first stumbling moment where like you you're like struggling to do anything, it really can like put you off going back to that game, which is a shame. I just think that the release of Fallout, the fact that it I found it to be not quite the game I was expecting. It's still a fantastic game. Yeah, yeah, but not quite the game I was expecting because I expected it to be even like a superior far superior yeah huge leap forward it also made me realize how much i loved and how much i miss skyrim and the yeah, elder man. scrolls universe coupled with worlds. the disappointment of the elder scrolls online mm, and then the witcher comes along and it's exactly what i wanted all along yeah. and yeah, yeah. i mean the, the story stuff like I, I was having a conversation with um some sort of kind of witchy doctor woman in a, a fairly early on in the game. Ah, oh, the one with and the nice ass. <laughs> keeps bending words, over buddy. that table, mate. She does, she does. <laughs> uh, I just, the story was so engaging. I just found myself completely like... Uh, the story I, I am, in air quotes there. I am guilty of being distracted by everything else around me when I'm playing video games. I'm regularly playing games while having football on another screen or listening to a podcast or whatever. This thing is so engaging, I I can't even get over it. And in terms of the, 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 the crafting of a story and a narrative... I mean, it makes Fallout Four look like a fucking Mister Men book in, in terms of <laughs> in terms of the story. Like nice. it's so yeah. so interesting, and the characters are so well realised. I can't get over it at all, and I, I literally cannot get enough. It's unfortunately you've missed out the main point why people love this game, buddy. Is, you're going to say Gwent? It's fucking Gwent. <laughs> And I do like Gwent as well. I do like the card game Gwent. Shit, it's, uh, buddy. A card game you like playing? Yeah, no, I what do. I do. As a mini game as part of another game. It's I, no yeah. Uno, though, is it? It's no Uno. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, even that like just brings like a, an extra little thing to that game that, you know, it doesn't need it to be that good, but it is. And, and, and like, it just... Just like chucking it in there, like yeah, check this out. It's pretty. This good, game isn't it? is just absolutely brimming. It's got a lot going for it. Everything and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to show my hand too soon. We're we're not into uh, the end of the year. We're not into our game of the year uh, podcast just yet. But uh, I, I mean, talk about cat amongst the pigeons. It's uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that I got the chance to play it before the year was up. It would have been a a travesty if I'd gone into that Game of the Year podcast before playing this, and uh, it'll certainly make things very interesting in a couple of weeks' time. True. Does this mean we're going to have to play, like, fucking Batman to give it, like, a fair running? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, we're a little little podcast. We're a couple of people who don't get free games. I think we've, we've done pretty well. We've spread the net as wide as we can financially viably do this year yeah and true it doesn't look like we're going to get to batman or mgs5 before the year is up so we will just have to ignore them and uh people will just have that. to accept that you know it's it's one of those things but uh i think we've played a lot of stuff this year and there's going to be plenty to talk about true 
So yeah, uh, other than that, I've been playing uh, King's Quest, I've been playing Rainbow Six, I've been playing Black Ops 3, I've been enjoying all of those immensely. Uh, I've also been playing a little bit of Fallout, um, and i got to say, yeah, wearing thin, if I'm honest, and yeah. I'm just, just not grabbing me at all. I'm not that interested in the building stuff. The story, I've, I've I've got very little interest in as well. And now that the witch has come along, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. Um, I, I'm, I'm just not finding that many reasons to load that game up. If I'm honest, um, it's a shame, isn't it? Really, it really it's is shame. because it was it was something that you know been looking forward to for a very long time. I've been looking forward to this game before it was even announced. Yeah, true. So. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, you know, there's no sell-by date on this thing. If, if I pick it nah, up again in exactly. six that's months' the time, then yeah. that's fine. When we've but, got like uh, that, like summer drought, or you know, pretty much until yeah. the next golden release time next year. I mean, we've got all that time to dip our toe back into all these games. Like, I, I feel like Bloodborne's going to have like a revival in like a couple of months, and we'll get yeah. back into that. Diablo, yeah, which is cool. You know, I'm looking forward to that. It's yeah. We got a lot like that. We got Diablo. We got uh, Helldivers. Totally. about fucking Magicka. So there's plenty to be getting stuck into. But yeah, I mean to be honest, the witch has just come in and pissed on everything. Like, <laughs> what happened, just buddy? Fucking come in, cock of the walk. Just kicked everyone else over and uh, ordered a couple of shots at the nice. Bar. Uh, so yeah, the last thing I've played this week is Guns Up, which is a new free-to-play game on the PlayStation Mistake. Store. Mistake. It's uh, a tower Mistake. defense game from. It was. It's published by Sony. It's their Santa Monica Studios that have uh, have made this game, and it is shite. Yeah, it's- I saw it come out on the American Store last week. Sometime I was like, "Oh, I check this out." Watch the uh, watch the video to it, and I was like, "No." <laughs> just didn't even bother downloading it, even though it's free. What was that uh, that game you had on the Vita? Is it Castle Storm that you had a little while ago? It was a game that I have played on the Vita. Is it like, yeah, tower defense kind of thing, yeah. So yeah, this is um, kind of our army soldiers type thing, left to right, uh, sort of kind of vaguely top-down, isometric type thing going on. You've got your base, and you can send attackers to the right to take out another base and then yeah. they're attacking you and you're defending it's pure tower defense it's all credits you know now you've got enough for a sniper unit now you've got enough for this so is you it know. like a time thing as well you have to yeah, wait for it to it's be got built. a bit of that about it. it is exactly what you think it is and um it's aside from the fact thing. that it's kind of got that transaction thing going on it's just not very fun like it just there's nothing going on there. You don't control anything directly. No. You just sort of press X to send troops to the right, press square to pick up missile. It sounds like a Telltale game as well there. Just <laughs> pressing the button. There's just there just isn't really anything going on there. It's it's the sort of game that is kind of, I'd imagine would be very addictive, but if you really sort of took a step back and looked at it, you'd think, "Why am I playing this?" So, <laughs> yeah. I have so, been thinking yeah. that about um Clash of Clans recently I'm just like what is this <laughs> it's just habit with that for you yeah isn't it? it is like I load it up and I'm like yeah collect me gold fucking that's it done but 
yeah, I'm considering just like getting rid of that as well. Just I gotta cut the cord or whatever it is, isn't it? Get rid of it. Yeah, man, cold turkey. Yeah. It. It's a total waste of time. Just Delete like everything. That shit. <laughs> gotta be done. Indeed. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing, buddy. The Witcher. <laughs> nice. That's a good way Fucking to go. Witcher. I do find myself sometimes calling Geralt Gary just because it's a little easier. But, yeah, so uh, Gaza does take the edge off of his personality. I've got to say, when I first loaded that thing up, I was like, holy shit, this guy is so cheesy. I can't even, I'm not sure I can take it. Yeah. But for some reason, after about an hour, I'm kind of at peace with it now. Like, nice. <laughs> he, I don't find him cheesy anymore. And suddenly I'm like, oh, this guy's actually quite, quite good. <laughs> he's, got, like, really? he's got that gruffly voice. He really does. <laughs> it's like, oh, that would really hurt talking like that all the time. It absolutely would. <laughs> Griffin tracks to the north. Anyway. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. To Fonz. Ash is uplifting Fonz of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, because it's been a, a year of wonderful surprisements. Yeah, buddy. Which positive. Never fucking, as Chris Akabusi once said, PMA, positive Indeed. mental attitude. Gee us all up, buddy. Tell I us why 2015 was so piss good. Piss my ass. Piss my ass. <laughs> No? Sure. Cool. <laughs> Why was it so good, buddy? Why was 2015 been so good? It had the games that we like either knew nothing about or we just got on a whim and it's just, they've all blown us away and they've been loads of fun to play, buddy. So, like, every game that we weren't looking forward to has been good <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... You know, it's different, you know, mainly like you, you look forward to these games and they're, they're good and you're happy with them. Whereas obviously last week you said that you have been unhappy with them. And um, The ones I've been looking forward to, I've been very unhappy with. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But like um, they're, 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 we've got a little list here of uh, some games that have turned out to be absolute gems and, you know, we weren't excited for them they're like we weren't hyped up about them we just you know we got them and played them and we were just like wow that's cool so we're gonna go for rocket league buddy to start yeah, with i can't argue with that it's fucking lots of fun um on top of that we had bloodborne which we picked up in a cheeky sale i think that would be surprise of the year because yeah, uh, i think so holy shit there was no reason. There was nothing to suggest we were going to get on with that at all. No, and, uh, I was very anti it after my escapades into um, was it Dark Souls Two, uh, Two Shitbag Edition or whatever it is. <laughs> it should have been called that. Yeah, totally. Um, Black Ops Three. That has been a fantastic bit of fresh air in like the super speedy twitch shooters, which we've been missing. True. Yeah. You have just been on about The Witcher 3, buddy. Now, I oh, was yeah. a bit hyped for this, but, you know, I, I 
I did get it on PC. And but it's it's one of those things that kind of just stayed under the radar, I'd say. But you know, when you do get into that world, like we well, we just fucking talked about it for a while. It really does grab you by the balls and swings you around and stuff. Gibbon. Destiny the Taken King, oh yeah! There have been some big surprises. You put them all down <laughs> on a bit of paper like this, it's, it is eye-opening, isn't it? Yeah, man, like, once again, Destiny was totally written off. The Taken King, like, totally brought me back in, and I was like, this game is really awesome. And, yeah, like, um, once again, I don't need to go into it, because I had about a whole month of just going on about Destiny. So, no. Uh, Helldivers, that was a, a cheeky purchase, I think. Yep. We'll go um, back to that, we will. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, really cool game. Ori in the Blind Forest, did you ever play that in the end or not? No, I haven't had, I haven't been anywhere near a system capable of running that, so I haven't got an Xbox and uh, I haven't got a PC that would, I don't know, do you think my Mac would be able to pull it off? I don't know, possibly. Um I Obviously. doubt it came out on Mac, but I, I could probably emulate it in Windows or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, do that. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> it's a cool 2D, you know, platformer. There you go. And um, the only ever Android game that I've actually completed, Monument Valley, buddy. Yeah, that was a surprise, actually, because it was a mobile game, but also it wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah, magic, isn't it? Who'd have thought it? <laughs> yeah. And also, we haven't written it down, but Drive Club, buddy, that's been another surprise, you know. Big revival you the, there. You bought the True. season pass for that. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Funk was not amused. No, he was not. But, you know, I, I needed to tell everyone in the world that you did that. I tell you what, though, we finally we finally persuaded Funk to play that with us the other night. Ended up yeah. playing it all night, all night, seriously, like three and a half hours, Loads <laughs> no of messing. So I believe that 2015 has been like the year of you know the sucker punch or something. These games that come out of not out nowhere, but you know we didn't expect anything from, and they've just like you know give us a swift kick in the dick. I think as well, this starting to record a podcast regularly has kind of forced us to branch out. Um, I think if we weren't doing this podcast, there's a lot of these games. I, I never would have bought Bloodborne if, no, if we weren't totally doing not. this podcast. Uh, you know, and there's there's a, there's several other examples. You know, I, I, I doubt I would have got back into COD. Probably no. wouldn't have taken a punt on Destiny either. I would. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, certainly if you look at stuff like uh, Bloodborne's a prime example, and and the shooters getting back into the shooters, like that's it's kind of over the course of the year, I've kind of broadened my horizons and and stopped being quite so narrow minded about things. And and as you say, like yeah, totally the year of. The, the big surprise stuff that we weren't looking forward to at all has been the absolute highlight for the most part. So yeah, I indeed. can totally see where you're coming from. So cheer up, lad. Not all. <laughs> Get it down, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, buddy. I'm giving it a funds this year. Big old funds. Big old funds. <laughs> big old stubber. 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 Thank you.
now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Number one. Number Wang. Number Wang. Nintendo NX is going to be something very different. That's the quote from Nintendo. Uh, they've been disclosing a few details here and there. Still not, not enough to work out what the fuck this thing's going to be, but there's a few <laughs> cheeky telltale signs here, buddy. So, uh, it's going to be made by Foxconn. That's no surprise. They make all the consoles. I think they make the PS4 and the Xbox, so fine. Um, <laughs> but Good for them. More interestingly is that a lot of the <laughs> hardware... <laughs> what was that, buddy? Uh, just in my head, do you reckon like the employers were like, fucking hell, Xbox are fucked this year Like when they were making it? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, dear, it's not going to go well. No, I think they were, they were far more interested in picking up their 12p a week that they were probably being paid out in China. True, to, yeah, they probably were. They couldn't give a <laughs> fuck about what the specs were. But anyway, sorry, it was just a thing that popped in my head at that point. <laughs> it's cool, man. Yeah. The interesting thing about this is hardware suppliers, you know, the people who are supplying the individual components, yep. they've obviously, they're in the know with Nintendo. You have to be if you're going to jump on board with something like this. Overall sales predictions from people involved and people in the know, between 10 and 12 million in the first year, which is massive. It's, it's mental. The, well, the, the, the PS4 has just done like 20, or is it 30 million now? They, the PS4 has cleared thirty million across yeah, two and a half years. The Wii U exactly. has only sold sort of twelve, thirteen million total since In, it launched. Yeah, which is a long time. And so, if this was a conventional sort of three hundred pound console, then obviously that would be a ridiculous, bold, Statement. and outrageous claim. Which yeah, means it totally. must be something else. Yeah, cheapest chips. You know, it's going to be like a Raspberry Pi or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> ten pound. <laughs> Tim, about four off, mate. Yeah, about four off. I tell you, I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I mean, you, you're probably looking at, yeah, as you say, it's, it has to be a cheap price point for them to shift that many units. Even if it came out and it was the greatest thing man has ever made, then that'd be that'd be something. So twelve million across the twelve months, especially from a company that's current console has kind of bombed so poorly and doesn't have third party support for the most part with yeah. with so yeah uh, it's it does now have uh, minecraft though buddy it does yeah well, it's it's got minecraft coming out on there uh, on the wii u this month funnily enough i the first thing i thought was uh, oh that could be really good actually buddy with the big you know the big uh screen that's on the controller there like doesn't utilise it at all oh really it yeah, doesn't use no, it was, oh, I brilliant. thought you know maybe you could select your, you know have your inventory on yeah, there maybe your, select you could blocks do like, nope no nothing cool nothing fucking Wii U Wii U ladies and gentlemen <laughs> there it is being shit yeah. Um, so yeah either way I, I don't know lots of bold and outrageous predictions I'm not going to make any more but uh, a lot of people think that they're going to announce that in the spring properly reveal it at E3 and then launch it before the end of the year um, 
So whatever whatever happens, it should be very very interesting 2016 for Nintendo. Indeed. So next, let's move on. Um, we've got quite a lot of news this week because of the uh, the various experiences. Yeah, we had the PlayStation Experience and the Game Awards uh, last week. So we've got quite a lot of news from those two conferences, expos, ceremonies, whatever you want to call them. Um, and this was probably one of the major announcements from the Game Awards. Uh, Telltale. Telltale Games, they have decided on their next franchise by the looks of things. Um, do you know, buddy, it, what I care about less than Telltale Games? Um, some sort of superhero or just generic superheroes. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, the answer, the answer is Batman. 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 Oh dear, let me guess, so, yeah. they're putting the two together in some sort of uber-wank Telltale Batman It's going to be Batman, the episodic adventures from Telltale Games. Uh, there was a little sort of sneak peek, uh, stealth mounted. I'm going to stop you right here. I can't, I can't give a fuck. I don't let me tell about you about it. Batman, buddy. Ugh. He's the best. He's a rich bloke and he likes bats. Uh, most people think bats are horrible, <laughs> but good luck to the fella. His face is going to be massively fucked up in this game, though, because Telltale won't update their shitty game engine. So that will happen. There you go. Telltale yeah. Adventures of Batman. So who do you prefer, Batman or Ant-Man? I haven't seen that movie Ant-Man, and I'm not familiar with his previous literature, so I would probably <laughs> have to go with Batman at this point, but... Watch I'd the imagine film. it's, it's um, stupid, um, but quite funny. What's his name? Paul Rudd. He's quite. He good, just isn't it? shrinks, yeah. He just, just shrinks, little. but he's got he's like a the power of a fifty-year-old ant or something. I don't know how it works. Flies about on bugs and stuff, doesn't he? Ants, yeah. And he can, like, he controls like ants that, with mate. his mind. I don't like that. I don't like bugs and insects. You should check it out, mate. I don't think so. Did you not like Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Uh, not really, it no. a giant ant in it. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Not a fan of insects, if I'm honest. No. Bats are okay, though. I'll allow bats. They're okay. vaguely fluffy. They can be cute. Vaguely <laughs> fluffy? <laughs> they are. <laughs> fluffy little faces. I don't think I've ever teeth. heard a bat like, described as vaguely <laughs> fluffy. Mate, what is that if it's not fluff? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, probably like shit or something. I think they're fluffy. I don't know if Batman himself is fluffy, but <laughs> Telltale. So. We'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Let's Next. move on from this debacle. Next, uh, Rocket League is coming to the Xbox One early next year. Hooray, says Good Xbox. News. Yeah. Hooray for, uh, join, for boobies. Uh, join 2015 game. Yeah. <laughs> 2015, cool. Uh, yeah, it's got some exclusive vehicles, buddy. The uh, Halo Warthog is going to be an option. Oh, that's uh, cool. And that Gears of War, I'm going to call it a Warthog, um, <laughs> with the old krill loader on the back, whatever that was all about. Either way, yeah. it's, it's coming in February to Xbox One. Um, interestingly enough, there won't be cross-play on the Xbox version. Um, oh, what, on Xbox and PC? Yeah, apparently Weird. not. That's strange. I think maybe uh, 
Sony just got in there first and uh, it'd be too much of a pain in the ass to implement like a separate system and separate yeah. set of servers for for that compatibility because obviously the two console suppliers don't want it to be cross-player on those. So yeah, true. I think it's just going to be a massive headache they can't be asked, so they're just Pop not it. going to. That's I'd cool. imagine that will sell brilliantly, though. You know, all of the legwork's been done in terms of hyping it and uh, oh, marketing. It's a well-established game. It sure is, and we're still playing it weekly, so... Yep. That's something. Best PS Plus game ever, buddy. There you go. Fact. Next, uh, Shadow Complex is getting a remaster, uh, the PC version of which is going to be free. If you go on Steam right now, you can, I think, pre-order it for free? Yep. Done yeah. it. Cracking game. It's... Loved it on the 360. Yeah, you Might played play all the way through again. that, didn't you? Yeah, it was really cool. You like upgrade all your your mech armor and shit or whatever so you can run on water and do shit it's really cool like i just thought like um the art design on it mainly it was just a really nice way it's like a metroidvania type of game like or in the blind forest you know go to certain areas then you have to go back to those certain areas when you've upgraded your suit of armor or whatever it is and yeah it's just it's a cool game, buddy. I really enjoyed it. It's nice. Yeah, and I, I remember you were quite a fan of it. It's, uh, it kind of passed me by, to be honest, at the time. as an um, XBLA game, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. One of the sort of flagship games there. So this, yeah, it was uh, like the Unreal 3 engine? Or, yeah, but know, that sort of 2D like side-scrolling thing. Uh, it was yeah. Chair Games, who um, recently announced a partnership with J.J. Abrams for their next game. It's going to be yeah. quite interesting. But uh, yeah, uh, it's actually really well loved, this game, and uh, PC gamers have been kind of pining for it for a very long time, so it's cool that it's coming out finally. I don't think Chair are actually involved in the port, but uh, you know, the groundwork's there, so it's another game that's being ported from console to PC, so fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, we shall see. (laughs) (laughs) We will move on. Uh, Let's move on to Double Fine. Uh, this is Double Fine, who successfully uh, crowdfunded Broken Age to the tune of about 3.3 million on Kickstarter a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, that was a game well we there. picked up for uh, PS Plus. Very enjoyable. I need to go back to it, to be honest. I didn't get that far into it. Uh, either way, are you familiar with Psychonauts, buddy? Did you ever play that on the uh, old consoles? I can remember the front cover. That's about it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, well, this is a fairly well-loved game. Uh, it was ported afterwards to PC, and uh, it's quite popular on Steam and good old games still. Um, and, yeah, with the success of Broken Age, I think Double Fine decided now might be the time. They've actually got um, people back on board who have long since left the the company, including members of Valve's team these days. Um and yeah, so Psychonauts 2, they're looking for crowdfunding to the, to the same sort of cost, like 3.3 million, but this time that will make up a third of the overall budget of the game. They've got uh, external investors and, and publishing stuff going on, so uh, it takes the edge off a little bit. But yeah, uh, a lot of people like Psychonauts. I'd imagine that this is going to hit its goal no bother whatsoever. And uh, it was one of the biggest announcements at the Game Awards, to be honest. Psychonauts 2. Yeah, buddy. Number dos. There we go. Uh, Next, also at the Game Awards, this was interesting. Uh, 
Metal Gear Solid 5 picked up some awards uh, at the Game Awards, one of which was for uh, voice work. Kiefer Sutherland was actually there to pick that up. But one person who wasn't there was uh, Hideo Kojima. And uh, it turned out, I mean, it's kind of, I think it's well documented. He's good friends with uh, Jeff Keighley, who does that whole Game Awards stuff. Uh, obviously was invited and intended on coming, but uh, is still under contract until I think next week is the official uh, line there with Konami, who yeah. um, who blocked his uh, trip there. They said he couldn't go. He wasn't allowed to go. He'd be representing Konami if he did go there, and they wouldn't have that, so he couldn't like attend to think the show. That you know he went there, and like. Some guys from Konami were just at the door, like, blocking it, like, shuffling <laughs> side to side, like, crabs, going like, no, 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 no. Should have spoken to Mourinho, mate. He could have snuck in in a laundry basket. It would have been True. perfect. But uh, <laughs> the, the thing that was really notable about this, I, I mean, Konami, are, you know, I think everyone knows what Konami's like up until this point. They've uh, Mental. Yeah. They don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> and... Uh, what was really notable here was Jeff Keighley throwing Konami under the bus, so to speak, in that he absolutely called that up, that point. He actually addressed the the stream and the, the, the camera and just said, like, oh, yeah, uh, Kojima really wanted to be here, uh, but unfortunately, due to contractual reasons, Konami wouldn't let him. Uh, we're <laughs> hugely disappointed. It just absolutely stuck the fucking boot in to yeah, Konami. Man. And Why not? Uh, in a really sort of pro kind of way, I mean, that guy's pretty slick as it is, but uh, he needn't have bothered doing that. There was, there was nothing for him to necessarily gain to uh, to give them a kicking like that and it was therefore incredibly commendable to see him yeah, do it and if you haven't seen this reason. then it's worth popping onto YouTube and uh, and and having a watch because it's something to behold and uh, yeah if anyone didn't know what Konami was like up until this point then they certainly do now so next we move on uh, and this is the one that has kind of got everyone kind of talking I think it either well Not for better me, or worse I couldn't give a fuck no I couldn't care less either buddy but we uh, we do a weekly gaming podcast so I'm probably going to have to mention it uh, this yeah. is Final Fantasy 7 the remake um, they announced this back at E3 uh, I think a lot of people kind of didn't expect them to be very far along with this uh, certainly didn't expect to see it running uh, but that's exactly what we got. We got a, a fairly extended segment on the remake. It's a, it's a complete remake of Final Fantasy VII with a whole new engine. I think it's running on Unreal 4. Um, and, yeah, it it looks really nice graphically. Uh, th- yeah, they've, it does. They've reimagined everything there, like the characters and... Um, the combat, the the two things that I think that are getting people's backs up, or fans are complaining about the thing, the two things that are really splitting opinion. The first one of which is the turn-based combat, which was a staple of that game and is beloved by most fans. I think of that game. Yeah, I mean, pretty much every fan to, that loves it loves. Yeah, you, you have to like turn-based combat to like yeah, Final if you Fantasy like Seven because. <laughs> It's half the game is turn-based combat. You can't fucking walk three yards without going into another battle. Love um, that shit. That's gone. 
the remake is not going to have turn-based combat. It's going to be all real-time. Uh, I think it's going to be running the uh, the Kingdom Hearts combat system, which is a sort of hack-and-slash Bayonetta-type affair. And uh, needless to say, a lot of people are very, very agitated about that fact. Um, but as you said, couldn't give a fuck. Uh, also, uh, and this is also kind of interesting as well, is shortly after the Game Awards segment, uh, Square Enix actually released a press statement in which they said that the game would be uh, a series or episodic. It was hard to work out exactly what they were saying because the release was in Japanese. But uh, yeah, kind of open to interpretation there, I think, with the translation. But it sounds like this is either going to be a series of games or it's going to be uh, an episodic chapter-esque kind of affair. Uh, and that didn't seem to go down very well either. So, yeah, uh, worth having a look at if you, even if you've only got a vague interest, even if you haven't got an interest, it's interesting to see what they, how they're reimagining a, a game that, you know, is incredibly iconic, whether you were a fan of it or not. Um, but yeah, lots to <laughs> come on that. The thing that gets me is like, if you want a remake of like a game that's so old, then surely it's got to move with the times it can't just be like the same game but just look a bit prettier like i don't know i don't get it like if you want to play that game so badly just just go and fucking play it yeah i mean do you want a remake or a remaster as i understand it there's already been a remaster or that's, that's coming out soon as well so you've got a remaster and then you've got a remake, a reimagining, and people are still pissed off. I, I nah. don't I, I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. It's very people bizarre. People just don't know what they want, buddy. I think a lot of people who are pining after this game probably haven't played it for a very long time as well. And, and you know, I think we've found it, nostalgia is very powerful. And, and even games on the 360, you know, I went back to play Project Gotham uh, a few weeks ago. And these games do not play or look the way you remember them playing and looking. Yeah, it's like the classic thing when Fallout 4 came out. Everyone's like, oh, this just looks the same as Fallout 3. It's like, seriously, it does not look the <laughs> fucking same. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, what are you talking about, you absolute retard? It's true, it's true. The, these... It's easy to miss the progression. You go back to uh, to PS2 now and look at some of those games, and yeah, I mean, it's like I have a hell of a lot of love for like GTA 3 and like uh, Vice City and stuff, but I don't want to go and play those games because they'll look dog shit and play horrible. Interesting, you should say, buddy. I know, right? That was very slick, by the way. Yeah, you like that? It was gorgeous work. We really have come on leaps and bounds here. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Let's move off of Final Fantasy VII and on to the next story on my list of news, and that is you can now buy some old PS2 games on your PS4. This is uh, following up from the emulation that was kind of just thrown out to the world <laughs> yeah, with just no fucking release. It's like, oh yeah, it's <laughs> fucking PS2 games. Yeah. Here you go. Right. So uh, so this is, yeah, PS2 games now available on the PS4 store, including GTA 3 and Vice City. They're a couple of the big ones. Kind of priced between sort of $9.99 and $11.99 at the moment. Um, 
They are all upscaled to 1080. Uh, apparently they look very, very nice. I haven't had the chance to get stuck in at this point. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I thought they might chuck these into PS Now. That isn't the case. They're selling them as games in their own right. Yeah. What do you think about all this? Um, it's nice if you want to play these games. Personally, I don't want to play these games because they had a time and a place and that was like I don't know how long ago like 15 years ago and I'm not like, tempted yeah. to go and play your old GTA 3 buddy nah, I'm really not because I've got GTA 5 and it's a lot better <laughs> so, that's a sensible sensible course of action I think you, you're you not know, letting I'm, the nostalgia get the better of you there it's <laughs> The only games that I would go back and play are like simple games, like old Mario's and things like that. Uh, and you say, yeah, simple, but you know, there there are complex parts to that games. But you know, simple looking in a way, you know, like sure. nice, easy two D games Not, that aged better. Yeah, exactly. Like we've said before, how like the era of like the PS One and like N sixty four when three sixty was. Uh, 360 um, 3D was being developed it was just like yeah not everything needs to be in 3D kind of thing like and you look back at those games and they do look absolutely dog shit and play horrifically um, but at the time it was groundbreaking and you have so many fond memories of these things but it's like I, I have no urge to go back and you know I mean fucking the when did you, did you say that you went back and played like Tomb Raider two the other week, wasn't it? When you were on about, it? did you play it or? I did. I played it about a month ago. Tomb Raider yeah, two. Yeah, and you know, how did you find that? You know, it was utterly horrifying. Exactly, it was, I mean, it was horrendous. Do you, do, you, do you, do we really need to revisit these memories? You know, now where we are. In, but I don't know that it. Stuff, but. I don't know that it spoiled my memories of it. Oh no, I don't think it will. But. You know, but it was just, something of an eye-opener. I was expecting yeah. the worst, but it, it was far worse than what I was expecting. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to buy them, go go for it, but I'm not. I'm going to fair enough, playing buddy. the latest ones. <laughs> it's uh, worth noting as well, and these, are, these aren't really confirmed reports, but there have been a fair few different places that have been uh, kind of towing this line. So I, I think... We could probably take this as red. Apparently, the the PAL versions of these uh, games actually run worse. So the 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 American uh, store is is running the NTSC versions under emulation, uh, whereas the the EU store is running the PAL versions. And apparently, there's there's genuine difference there that, that there's no parity between those two and in fact mental. the emulation is is far superior on the NTSC games the the GTA Vice City UK edition does not emulate as well as GTA Vice City US edition so that's pro- it's probably worth popping onto YouTube before you spend yeah. any of your hard earned money yeah, I've got to say, if, if if something like Gran Turismo 3 popped out on that thing, I'd be very tempted, because that was cool, man. It um, was a good game. Yeah, it's, I think even even a game as old as that, it's, it's, it was so refined at the time, I think it'd still play well these days. I think the only game that I would buy would be like Tony Hawk's 2 or 3, if it had like online multiplayer. Well, NFL Street, mate. 
Oh, yeah, and if that's straight, good chat. It's, it's going to be interesting to see if they implement the multiplayer on these games. Yeah, it would be know, cool. As more oh. and more of them come out. It, I'm really excited about the idea that there could be all these PS2 games that I could get my teeth into. And I don't think... A, a lot of people were complaining about £12 for GTA Vice City uh, and also complaining that the emulation isn't such that you can put a PS2 disc in and it can just ping it to the servers, identify that you've got it and then play it for nothing. But, you know, it was a long time ago and... <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I suppose maybe I'd feel differently if I had a library of PS2 games, but I don't really believe many people do. So <laughs> it wouldn't really be that beneficial to the the highest percentage of people. So anyway, Indeed. let's move on. Uh, and we will briefly mention these next four things because there's not really anything to talk about. There's just, I th- thought they needed a mention. Firstly, Destiny has added Sparrow Racing. Uh, but it's for a limited time only. So this is going to run for about three weeks throughout the Christmas holidays. Uh, They've added, in one form or another, Sparrow Racing on Destiny. Sparrows being the uh, little speeder bikes that you scud about on in Destiny. Interested? Um, No, and this is what I was saying earlier. I think this is what the DLC replacement is. Like little things every couple of months, and it's just fuck off. No. Yeah, it started with the Halloween shit, with the yeah. collecting sweets and wear stupid hats. Yeah, We've got sparrow racing. sparrow racing. So, so we've moved from genuine content that could interest us to gimmicks, haven't we? Yeah, pretty and, much. And you reckon that's going to last until Destiny Two now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, think I think that, that right, these are just fillers to keep people coming back. And Agreed. Yep. Wasting time. It's like no. Well, that's Give me that. something I can get my teeth into again. Thank you very much. Indeed. I mean, yeah, no. Until something decent comes out for that game now, we're, we're done until the next one. Agreed, agreed. We move on. And next, this is kind of pertinent because it, it got a mention either last week or the week Fucking before. Last week about, it was. It was weird. Yeah, we're talking about point-and-click adventure games, uh, our top fives, and uh, you mentioned Full Throttle. Yeah. And just randomly uh, just came back into my head from all those many years that of playing it <laughs> ago. So presumably you'll be pleased to uh, to hear yeah, that know, Double right? Fine's bringing it back. There's going to be a remaster of Full like, Throttle. What the fuck? I mean, like I must be like some kind of like clairvoyant or something. Obviously, I think the news came out on the Saturday, and then the podcast podcast came out on the Sunday. Obviously. So you don't uh, seem so clairvoyant, but I promise you, dear listener, he is, because we, we recorded that back on the Wednesday before yeah, this news totally. came out. Fucking um, weird. The, really, reasons to be cheerful here, because this was a, you know, this was a, a cool game at the time. It's something that you're really interested in. And there's a there's a pedigree of remasters here. Double Fine uh, remastered Day of the Tentacle, uh, and it was widely regarded as a massive success, like a proper tour de force, that remaster. So this is due for 2017 and expect similar results. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, I'm certainly excited about it because I never played through that thing, and I trust you. So I'm looking forward to it, man. <laughs> Mistake. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, man, it's coming out for PS4, so we'll get it on that. It'd be sweet. Yeah, we'll jump in on that one. Uh, we move on to the next story I have, which is about Trine, uh, a beloved franchise for us. And this Big is time. Trine 3. It's been out on the PC for some time. Finally coming to PS4 this month, apparently. Yeah, I know, right? What's um, that all about? 
in 1080 uh, this has got kind of some 3D elements that the previous two games didn't really have, which is reasons to be excited. But I, I have noticed in that press release, it doesn't mention multiplayer online. It's It, it specifically says local co-op up to three players, and that does kind of sound alarm bells to me that perhaps it's not going to have online support. That'd be weird, but it, we'll, it would be. I'm weird. not. I'm not saying anything yet. I'm just crossing my fingers. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's not the sort of thing you could share play. It's too. The jumps and stuff are too yeah, important. It doesn't run smoothly enough. Um, so yeah, I think we'll have to wait and see on that one. But it'd be massively disappointing if that came out with no online. True. When the other two have, but it'd suck uh, balls. Yeah. Anyway, and finally this week in the news. Uh, Xbox Live, the biggest sale of the year, uh, is coming soon, with uh, sale up to 60% off games. Uh, the countdown sale runs from the 22nd of December until the 7th of January. Uh, expect massive bargains. This is running in alongside the 12 days of Christmas or 12 deals of Christmas that Sony are running at the moment. Uh, I think as we record this, it's, uh, it's Pez, isn't Pez. it, today? Yeah. Down at $24.99. Um, this is the time that you want to buy Pez as well because like, they'll put a patch in around January time to fix all the stupid lagginess. Yeah, it's running quite nicely now, Pez. All of the rosters are updated properly as well. Um and I believe if you download the digital edition, then you actually get all the original pre-order bonuses and perks. Yeah, I think so. My club and stuff. And uh, so if you're playing that sort of thing, then that's, you know, worth noting if you're into that sort of thing. Also worth noting, of course, that they have now launched the, the free-to-play version of that game with the oh, yeah. My Club support. <laughs> you can download that on the store right now. Uh, I haven't investigated it, nor will I. No, but, we don't uh, need to. It's there if you're interested in having a look. And that is the news, buddy. Cool, I love the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. Do we really have to do this? We should barely bother because, frankly, this is. Let's just. We'll we'll knock this out in 60 seconds, buddy. Here we go. Uh, King's Quest Episode 2, Rubble Without a Cause, is out on Xbox One, 360, PS4, PS3 and PC on the 15th of December. We have the delusions of Von Sottendorf and his square mind three... No? The delusions of Von Sottendorf and his square mind is out on 3DS. I don't normally even include 3DS games, but there was such a shortage this week that I just did. Nice. I forgot um, that the uh, countdown theme tune's only 30 seconds as well. It is. Sorry, it buddy. Is, yeah. I should, do you want me to do it again? Mugged me off. Yeah, go for it. Yep. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> We've got Minecraft Wii U edition out on the 17th of December. That's a game coming out on the Wii U. Uh, and finally, uh, we've got Trine 3 on the PS4, maybe. They've said that it's out next week, or the, which will be this time. week for you. So I've put it in there. It says December. It says before Christmas. Um, yeah, there you go. Sweet. So that's it. There you go. Cool.
game is top five. So let's head into the JFG top five, buddy. Top and five, this top week, five. the top five, top five is our favourite multiplayer first-person shooters ever. Do you want to get the ball ever. rolling here? Yeah, cool. So I'm going to jump in with Halo 3, buddy. It was lots of fun mm-hmm. as a multiplayer shooter, as in co-op and versus and so like pve and pvp there you go had the lot mate it did and it was like one of the first to like integrate both really well i would say um and also it had like the on the console it was one of the first like to do like um custom maps so you could like make your own and things like that and Forge that's why mode. i believe it should be in one of my top five agreed um call of duty modern warfare uh, was it Call of Duty 4? Modern Warfare, I think that's what it was called, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, this was like the turning point for, not tactical, but like modern warfare shooters. <laughs> 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 you know, modern day. He's absolutely shooter. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, <clears throat> it just had that new feeling where it's like oh wow i'm not in like world war Two anymore or i'm not in the future this is just like guns as it is now but it wasn't like- all we'd had forever was world war Two games like yeah, for, for 15 20 years everything was a world war Two game and it, it was, was such that a or breath like of fresh you air. needed a, a pc and play like um Counter-Strike or something like that, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, apart from that. So, yeah, this really broke the back on that, and that's why it should be there. Um, we're going to go for Tactical Shooter with Vegas 2. Loved the, the villa way too much. Um, found, found ourselves coming back to it after, like, not playing it for God knows how long. Once again, that had a really good co-op campaign, which was lots of fun. Yeah, it did. Uh, Bad Company 2 um, played the ever-loving shit out of that because this was at the point where um, we were kind of going off Call of Duty and we we picked this up and we were like, wow, this is like, you know, uh, a breath of fresh air kind of thing. Something completely different, not just run and gun. It was more like squad-based and things like that. We could pick each other up. Uh, Before I got my 360 there. What was that, buddy? It was before I got my 360 that you got. You were playing that. Like I, I, I was never involved in that. Surely not. I, when did that game come out? I, I mean, I never had it. I think you just missed it. I don't. I don't know why. I was, I was in Leeds. I think 2010. Doing, were you down at uni or something? Yeah, I was at uni. That's why I missed it. It was that first year yeah, where I didn't. Well, you, I wasn't on online, for game nights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it was. Of course, I had a 360. It was ages yeah, I was after gonna that. Say, you know that crazy. But talk uh, yeah, no, I I never had that. I missed out on all of the fun there. But this was yeah, really cool. Like, um, was it Conquest? I think it is. Oh, I can't remember. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and it just did it really well. Um, some really good maps on there and things like that. Arica Harbor, one of the best levels that I've ever played in a shooter game. Just fucking so much fun, either attacking or defending. It's wicked. Um, and finally, buddy, I'm going to chuck Black Ops 3 in there because it's fresh and, Ooh. you know, it's it's brought me back to how 
slick these kind of shooting games can be you know everything's presented so well it's got fucking like metal sounds when you level up and makes you like aroused and things like that it's awesome it's absolutely <laughs> tight as a tighter than a gnat's chuff this exactly. game it really is nothing's getting it's, in that what I mean what more could you ask for it's it's precision it's it's perfect like no lag like it, it's a pleasure to play. It, yeah. I, I can see where you're coming cunts. from. It's I mean, yeah, quintessential modern shooter, buddy. Yeah, given. <laughs> you need that last one in there as well for it to be such a thing. And uh, I, I don't know if it should be in my like top five of ever, but for now, like I, th- I feel like it is. It, it should be in there because it's really brought shooting games back to life for me. And I, th- I think that deserves a bit of a shout. Yeah, that's fair enough, man. I can, I can see where you're coming from. Mm. That's my top five, buddy. What cool. Are yours? Well, mine is very similar, actually. Um, so, I think we got three the same, haven't we? I've, I've got Halo Three as well, uh, yeah. as you said. Um, it was, the, I think, it was probably the first time that I really, really got on board with console shooters. It, it, it in, in a similar way to how Gotham kind of uh, brought multiplayer racing yeah. uh, over. It just had everything. It had all the modes. It was a pleasure to play. As you say, it had the the level creation stuff. We used to do like racing on the warthogs and stuff in that game. It had everything, and totally. And it had the co-op as well. Although I, I do seem to remember that it was incapable of running with <laughs> totally. with, with four people like that. It yeah. just didn't run. But uh, it was a brilliant game. Um, also, Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare same reasons I've got nothing to add to what you said totally agree with you um, and Vegas 2 for everything that you said as well uh, that's nothing has ever sort of stood the test of time in terms of you know I'm, I was still playing that game such a long time after it came out and if it if we'd ended up with Xboxes that were backwards compatible we'd still be playing it now <laughs> yeah, I've no probably. doubt of that at all um because it was a game that the graphics were so irrelevant that it didn't age. It was so it was so solid from the start that <laughs> yeah, it already looked shit, so it was fine. <laughs> exactly, it just ran perfect. Yeah, true. It just ran really nice. Sometimes things just work, buddy. I've been playing quite a lot of Minesweeper recently. Yeah, you could probably call probably say the same thing about that. Yeah, man. I mean, yep. graphically <laughs> inept. So. <laughs> so those are three of mine: uh, Vegas Two, Modern Warfare, and Halo Three. Uh, the this where is we where differ. Your PC-ness, or my PCness when you were a console boy back in the late nineties. <laughs> Sounds like a bit like penis, but you know my penisness. PCness, PCness. This would be the big two, really, in terms of multiplayer shooters on PC in that era: Unreal Tournament and Quake Three Arena. Um, they're both in there for the same reason, really. They were two different takes on a very similar game. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, Unreal Tournament, I loved that game. Uh, there were very good hundreds game. of maps, incredibly competitive, just really fast, like absolutely like blow your balls off fast. The same with Quake 3 Arena. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a sort of Blur Oasis thing going on when they yeah. first came out, but uh, looking back on them now, they were both amazing games, and uh, 
I've played both of them in the last 12 months. I pretty much play Quake 3 every year. At some point, I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking find a copy of that or download a demo or whatever, go back to it. And uh, yeah, uh, it, it makes me realize how much I want one of these old school 90s sort of run and gun where, where your primary weapon's like a rocket launcher and it's all just utterly ridiculous. Yeah, we haven't really got um, anything like that. At the moment, fingers crossed. I mean, we're on the Doom beta coming up. We're on the Doom beta. We can't talk about that at all um, because it, it's going to be under NDA. Probably. Um, you never know. It might not be. We'll see. Yeah, we can't talk about Doom. No. Uh, I definitely haven't been playing Doom, and it certainly isn't the uh, the exact modern day example of what I'm looking for here. But we'll move on. So. Uh, <laughs> There's my top five, buddy. Modern Warfare, Unreal Tournament, Quake 3 Arena, Rainbow Six Vegas 2, and Halo 3. Good choice, buddy. And now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago. So, using our time travel device, buddy, where are we going back to? Uh, where we're going back to, buddy, is 2009. Um, worth noting, as we enter into 2009, that it doesn't matter what year it is, buddy, <laughs> no one fucking releases games in the third week of December. <laughs> I wonder okay. why. <laughs> With that in mind... Uh, we're going back to 2009, which saw the release on iOS. Oh, the big hitter of Angry Birds. Ah, the original, my favourite. The original Angry Birds. When did you play this for the first time? Was it anywhere around then, or was it years later when it was on pretty much everything? I avoided that like the plague, like forever. I just have you yeah. ever played it? Yeah, I have played it, but I, I did. I just didn't want to be part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, buddy? This brought gaming to the masses. It yeah, was a revelation. Yeah, no, right. Just, oh, dear. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this kind of just grew and grew and grew, didn't it? I and can't believe how big it's got. You know, like, seriously, like, theme parks and everything. Like, it's got, like... I mean, fucking when the PS4 launched, wasn't there, like, a, like Angry Birds, like game on that which was like 35 or 40 quid or something yeah. was it Star Wars edition I think it was Birds? the Star Wars edition yeah I mean the, it was such slim pickings on uh, the Playstation obviously when it launched uh, Angry Birds Star Wars was a launch title uh, to the tune of sort of 35 quid I'm pretty sure it was 49.99 on the store <laughs> um, it was and <laughs> quite frankly best of luck to you if you, uh, if you went for that <laughs> But <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know what happened there. I, I I don't really know when the 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 wave of of free to play mo mobile games actually hit. But I don't know. It must it's, have been it's something such a around weird thing, here. isn't it? Like it's totally passed me by. Like mainly because like I can use my brain and realize that all these are absolute wank. I say that by play Clash of Clans. I like say. 
But, you know, two years later, I've realised that it's a total waste of time. If you're but, not a gamer, though, then I can see why these things might grab your attention. Yeah, they're, a bit they're of just fun. quick little two-minute things you go on. You're like, oh, yeah, throw the birds. Bang. I think Candy boom. Crush came out a year later, so yeah. 2010 time. Mm. Um, and then the ball really was rolling at that point. But um, we've been asked this before, and we've discussed before, whether you think it's a good or a bad thing, these uh, mobile games being so sort of prevalent. I... I still don't really know. I, I like to think it doesn't really have a bearing on uh, on, on proper video gaming. Well, it definitely has it. because of all like the the freemium shit that's yeah. kind of crossed yeah. over from it into consoles. I was playing that fucking guns up this week, wasn't I? So yeah, it exactly. absolutely is having there a bearing. But. So yeah, fucking thanks, Angry Birds. You've done really yeah, I think- well. When it comes to this sort of mobile shit, buddy, I think I'm going to adopt the old age pensioner approach of sort of sticking my fingers in my ears. And, yeah, uh, I think so. It's the best way to do it. Just ignore it. Telling everyone it, it wasn't like this in my day. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go well, for. Where's fucking Snake? Come on. I'm going to knock yeah. you away. It's 3210. <laughs> fucking bring that back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, for better or worse, there you go. Back in 2009, on iOS, it was Angry Birds. <sighs> Fuck off. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting questions. questions yeah this is uh this is a a long and interesting one from funk that's what she said uh (laughs) long and interesting (laughs) goes a little something like this nice i reckon it's time the free ps plus games were changed to a different format let's face it for the most part the free games are toilet and don't get played How do you think the system could be improved? For instance, if you don't fancy the shite game of the month, maybe you could get a gun unlocked on Black Ops or some other game with microtransactions. Or maybe a song by some new up-and-coming music band. A different background for your desktop or a a tiny percentage off a game in the store, etc. It would still be encouraging us to browse around the PSN store and at the same time you would please a lot more people. What do you think about that, buddy? Yes, yeah, a good idea. Um, I mean, they they tried the whole voting system once this year. I mean, will it ever come back? Probably not. Yeah, um, that that was a step out or step in the right direction for <laughs> even though the wrong game was picked that month. But yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, I like his idea of like maybe like the discount or like you know an unlock for a gun and a gun unlocking a game and things like that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, options mainly would be better than here's this, take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean, I I think it would be difficult for them because uh, a lot of the way that they their systems are sort of implementing at this point involves them. Propping up money indie developers people. and that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I think the answer here is choice. You know, 
Yeah. The best choice. way to please the most people is to give them a, a myriad of different options when it comes to this sort of thing. And I think actually he's really hit upon something that I would really like. Like if if each month I had a I don't know, say like a panel of six windows and I could pick one of them. One of them was uh, this PS Plus game. Another one was a 20% off voucher for yep. a game valued up to forty nine ninety nine, or And the next one was, you know, uh, I don't know, PSN credit towards game tokens in Rainbow Six or, yep. or something like that. I think that's actually a really, really good idea. I don't know how difficult it would be to implement. I reckon extremely but- difficult, but yeah. I'd imagine so, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I do think it is an excellent plan. Um, I think it'd be interesting as well. I mean, it, it's a win-win. You know, you, if you put that sort of system in place, then you know it's 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 points that are going to be spent one way or the other. You're you're driving sales and you're, you're you're marketing successfully, and at the same time, people feel like they're getting something, and. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. Like, I really like the idea a lot, but I haven't actually seen anyone else ever mention it. I think no. Funk might be onto something quite unique here. Yeah. So, so you like the idea of sort of a discount? You could choose to have a discount rather than yeah, or just you know, yeah, just choice would be good. Anything. I think all all of the above are, are valid. Because then you can choose like what is the best for me, or like you know what am, what am I getting the best return from? Like if it is like a, a background, if like all the other things are just like not up your cup of tea, but there's like a cheeky background, you're like, yeah, I'll take that. Why not? You know, whatever. Sounds cool. I suppose the the question would be whether the caliber of PS Plus games was affected by the fact that obviously they'd have to be distributing that wealth. I don't think they can get much worse, easy. buddy. <laughs> I think that's a little harsh, man. The game that we've been, <laughs> the game we've been waxing lyrical about this this yeah, episode totally. the most is King's Quest, and that was PS Plus this month. So. True. Rocket League, you know, lots. There's been lots of good stuff. Um, I think genre-wise, they're wide of the mark more often than not because they tend to fixate on this stuff like 2D side scrollers and that. But at the same time, more of those games are being made. That that genre is being made by indie developers more than any other genre, so it's not that surprising, I suppose, that that, that you've got that. But no, uh, bottom line, I really like the idea. Me too, buddy. I think it's a good one. So cheers for that, Funk. Do you have a question for the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on Facebook or Twitter, or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. We got any uh, any new new guys this week, buddy? Because you know we've uh, we had another subscriber on our YouTube channel. Thank you very much. So you know, we're, we're they're, they're quite content in listening at this point, buddy. They've got nothing to ask us at this point. Oh. Uh, we do have something from PJ, which is quite interesting, especially going into Christmas when people relatives are constantly asking you what you want for Christmas, and you're constantly trying to come up with various fucking things to appease them uh, and one of them may well be this so pj says 
I have to play the, with the television volume down low for fear of waking up the house. Yep. Talk to me about headsets. Have you ever tried the simulated 7.1 surround sound ones, for instance? Are they worth it? Are there any specific brands that you might recommend, other than perhaps Turtle Beach? Um, well, I know that he's got the PS4, uh, and the only like one that works with surround sound is the Sony official wireless receive one, um, which I've heard very good things from. Um, apparently it's very cool. I personally haven't tried any like 5.1, 7.1 like headsets. Um, I, I would really like to try them. They sound really cool. Um, but yeah, on, on the PS4, they're the only ones that work, um, to simulate that kind of thing. Cause you need to download the app as well. Um, I've seen them drop to around about 55 quid, but the majority of the time they're around about 60, 70 quid, something like that, I think. But um, you, you can also use them as a normal um, headset as well because they have got the jack adapter in there as well. And they, I believe they've got a microphone in there built in if, if you want to be talking to people at the same time, just to let you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was the thing that kind of uh, I found confusing. I was doing a little bit of looking around earlier and uh, the Sony official wireless headset, which... Uh, uh, by far and away the the one that has reviewed the best on uh, on amazon.co.uk um in terms of ps4 headsets for for gaming uh, it has got a built-in microphone it just isn't on a stalk the yeah. uh the noise cancellation on there is is apparently so good that it doesn't need to be it's just on the side of one of the ears and yeah. um uh, that sounds cool the fact that it's wireless um I can't say as I find it particularly annoying to have a, a, a cable because I'm holding a controller anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we're but, so used uh, to it from the It's still nice, though. Well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, um, they, it does take up one of your USB slots, though, this headset. That's true, yes. And you only yeah. have two. <laughs> but you could easily get an adapter for that, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, you can buy like USB extensions, and or not extensions, adapters and shit like that. No problem. Like a five-gang thing should or work whatever. fine. Yeah. Um, luckily, um, with the PS4, you can literally plug any old set of headphones in there, and you're good to go. Because like you can change it in your uh, settings menu. That to your yeah, that goes for all manner of USB devices. I, I plugged in a uh, a wireless dongle for a, a Microsoft keyboard and mouse, and the PlayStation immediately knew good what it was. Go. It was yeah, I was I was straight away. I was typing and that, and it was fine. But uh, yeah, uh, I did look up a, a couple of other headsets that uh, could be of interest. It seems like if you want something solid uh, and decent, then you're basically looking at between sort of fifty and seventy, seventy-five pounds, something like that. It is, I mean, you can you can easily spend two hundred and fifty quid on one of these, like with no bother whatsoever. Yeah, they, they can they can jump hike the price up pretty quickly, but. Um, like um, I said, uh, it's totally pointless buying any like sort of 5.1 or 7.1 headset apart from the Sony ones for a PS4 because they don't emulate them. Uh, it only works in 2.1. I'm sure that that'll come eventually. Like one of the ones on my list, the HyperX Cloud 2, um, that has simulated 7.1. I'd imagine it doesn't work on the PlayStation right now, but you'd expect PC, yeah. in the future that there'll be, you know, firmware updates for yeah, that hopefully. sort of thing. Yeah, hopefully. I'm not too sure though, so I'd, I'd be wary about that. Wouldn't risk it at no, this point. No, definitely no. not. 
Uh, another interesting one that I saw is the Orb Rumble headset. It's mm. uh, £55 on uh, the store at the moment on uh, Amazon. Uh, .co.uk uh, and that's actually got a, a force feedback thing going on there I'm not quite sure how that works um, <laughs> it sounds it, weird like it does sound weird it's got really it's reviewed well though if you go on there there's uh, quite a few people have sort of been quite yeah high spirits about it but it does it isn't bluetooth that thing so there's kind of cables everywhere I'd imagine bit of a nightmare yeah um, true uh, you you mentioned one that you quite like the look of as well didn't you that uh, Polk Audio Striker P1 Pro. Yeah, I, um, about a week or two ago, I think, um, Polygon did like an article about headsets, which was um, a quick... Uh, it was good for a quick uh, skim because it kind of segregated them into like different areas. Uh, and the reason like the, the Polk Audio Striker P1 Pro, um, it, they gave it the best for the microphone, um, because obviously we're doing like streaming and stuff now and we're using uh, just our shitty whatever headsets we've got and you you can tell that the that they aren't very good in the stream which is a shame because you know we use like professional microphones to do the podcast and we can't do that on the streams so yeah like uh, it would be nice to get a couple of these for us doing some streaming and stuff but unfortunately they do cost about a ton each which is a shame but they they look very cool as well. Yeah, it is it is a, an issue when we're streaming, especially um, my audio because it's streamed to your console and then added to the stream. So yeah, it sounds true. even even more lo-fi. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah it does sound it does sound cool. Uh, personally, what I've got at the moment, like headset-wise, I've got like an old set of Triton something something that I bought for my 360 because um, like you could plug them in the back of the 360 and they had like an extension cable um which is fucking i mean it's what you had to do it's like like plugging your headphones into the tv in a way you know having a really long cable back in the day um but nowadays i've got like a set of turtle beach like star wars edition ones that i picked up for like <laughs> nice. 20 quid or something but they're they're comfy like my they, like they fit around my ears and stuff they've got like enough padding and they do the job for what i want to do like i can just plug them straight into my ps4 controller and off i go really you know no bother yeah fair play man yeah it's good so yeah hope that helps you pj uh, and finally this week i just wanted to uh have a little request um, so I suppose this is a question from me. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex, uh, Alex writes in this week, buddy, and uh, he's got a question for us. Uh, <laughs> he says, "What, what are your top five games of the year?" So that's right, people. I would like very much to hear from you if you're a regular listen listener to our podcast. Um, we've got one more podcast before Christmas. Uh, that'll be our sort of festive edition. I haven't quite decided exactly how that's going to go down yet, but uh, should be interesting all the same. Desperately trying to find 1920s Christmas music at the moment, buddy. So nice. uh, that'd be good. good um, <laughs> and then we are planning our Game of the Year podcast, uh, which uh, we've got a few treats in store for that one. Um, we're basically going to... It's, it's going to kind of operate like an awards ceremony, so we'll have our sort of top games of the year our favorite 
publishers, uh, fuck up of the year, disappointment of the year, all that stuff. But we'd very much like to hear from you. Um, we'd like to know what you've been playing this year, what you thought was the best. We'd like a top five list of uh, your favourite games. And if you send that in to us, we will read that out and uh, we will discuss things. Put them in an order. Uh, we, you know, none of this. These are my five favourites. Uh, I want to know what your favourite one was and your second favourite one was, and so on. And these games have to have come out in 2015. None of this. Uh, I played it this year, so I. I'm one gonna... <laughs> quick thing. So, like, Super Meat Boy came out on the PS4 this year. Is that eligible? Even though it came out, it's eligible because it came out on the console that you played it on. Cool. Okay. So you're fine. It, 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 if it released in 2015, even if it was a, a remaster or a remake or was ported late in the day, so if it came out in... I could say GTA 5 because it came out on the PC this year. All if right. you played it on the PC, then absolutely you could say that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to be dedicating an entire podcast to this and I'm really looking forward to it and we'd love to hear from you so uh, if you contact us regularly or if you've never contacted us before get involved Why and not uh, do it? we'll put you in the limelight and we'll give you the credit you deserve so I think that'll about do us for uh, podcast 38, buddy, coming towards the end of the year, feeling festive, feeling rigid. Jovial. Oh, yeah. Love it, buddy. What are we going to play now? <sighs> I don't know. Shooting stuff, I guess. It seems to be what we do at the moment. Just fucking shooting dudes in the face. Yeah, I fancy, I fancy some COD. I fancy some Rocket League. Sounds good, buddy. We'll do that. Yeah, that sounds like a bit of a good one. So uh, let's get on board with that. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. We're at Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers. Uh, Twitter, we are at Justice for Gamer. We're also on YouTube. Just search Justice for Gamers on there. We'll pop up. We, uh, I think we almost have enough subscribers where I can actually give us a proper link on YouTube, which Come is very on. exciting. It's so close. Still pushing yeah, that. Thanks Anyone, to Ashes, just, just Ashes do it. superb effort just getting more people Keep pressing that subscribe button, you know, uh, or better yet, make up some phony accounts and get them to subscribe. Yep. We like that. We like that as well. <laughs> We've been doing some streaming. Those are all archived for your pleasure, so uh, get involved on that. We're also on SoundCloud. I upload it onto SoundCloud every week. Uh, thank you to that one person who listens on there. I will keep putting it on there for you, fear not. Uh, and we're also on Google+, Plus. if that is how you choose to live your life. Uh, until next week's festive episode, uh, I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop us an email to contacts at justiceforgamers.com and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week and we'll catch you next time. Bye.